Hello, everybody. Yes, I am back. It has been almost a month since the last time I have made an episode. Um, I believe the last episode I released was uh, November 17th, and today's December 12th. So it's almost been a month, and um, I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving over that time and uh before i explain what i'm going to be talking about in this episode um i just want to uh clear the room of uh why uh i haven't been posting in this time in the podcast um immediately after i um i released that last episode i got sick and um with the virus that's going around it hit me really hard and i like wasn't myself till probably the beginning of the month and uh, if you don't know I am uh, the public address announcer for the BC3 Pioneers and we're currently in basketball season and that really takes a toll on me Uh, it's time consuming uh, with uh, my preparation for it and all that fun stuff and um, yeah that's Honestly, the bits and pieces of why I decided to take Thanksgiving off, uh, that little break, and not post anything, then I got sick, and then, yeah, it hasn't been good times, but, you know, I'm back, I'm glad to be running the show on the podcast here, and, um, yeah, with BC3, I've been getting some media attention, too, over that span, I've had, there's two articles written about me, uh, two in this time frame. Um, one, the one article is on bc3.edu, and the other one was in the local newspaper, uh, just right before Thanksgiving. And so, with all that being said, I think I got everything cleared up in this. So, um, in today's episode, we are going to be looking at uh, we're just going to talk about how the Penguins have been playing because, you know, we've been on a tear since I've last made an episode. In the second segment, we look at the game preview between the Stars and the Penguins. And to wrap up the segment, uh, we're going to look at the changes that are happening uh, soon to PPG Paints Arena. So that is all coming up right after this intro. Alright, Yens, welcome back to this episode of the Yenzers at the Point podcast. I am your host, Tyler Aaron. Again, if you want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, it is at TylerAaron65. Or you can follow the show's Instagram or, or Twitter, excuse me. Um, yes, um, I did make a official Instagram for the Yenzers at the Point. So it's Yenzers underscore at underscore the underscore point. So we officially got a pod uh, podcast Instagram now, and uh, the Twitter uh, will still be uh, Penguins Fan sixty five. Or you can 
Subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, to all my YouTube listeners out there, uh, thank you for listening uh, to this. But in this first segment, we're going to be looking at, uh, you know, how the Penguins have been playing because it has been unreal since I last made an episode, you know, Penguins have been playing great, um, stuff in the locker room, um, it's been a little, it's been a little rough, um, I really wanted to make an episode entirely and talk about Chris Letang, uh, as you saw, he had a stroke, uh, two weeks ago, um, and you know, it's a tough time, uh, the second one, uh, in his career, his first one was in 2014, and he was out for two months, and, um, found out he had a hole in his heart and you know uh it's hard for that but um it looks like he's okay he just played in the game the other day against the sabers um just 12 days after suffering that stroke and um yeah i can't believe he's recovered so quickly and um good on him and i can't wait to watch him play uh, till he retires as a Pittsburgh Penguin. But in the span since I last made an episode, the Penguins are 10-1-1. One, one. Uh, right before uh, my last episode, uh, the second segment was my game preview on the Penguins' wild game. And that's when uh, Ricard Raquel back on the first line uh, with Crosby and Getzel. And boy, has that line shined uh, since since then um real quickly in minnesota 6-4 win in winnipeg 3-0 win malkin's 1000th game uh another episode i really wanted to do was just make an entire episode talking about malkin um in his career uh 5-3 win over the blackhawks in that malkin comes home after his 1000 game versus calgary 2-1 shootout win where he gets the game winner um then in philadelphia in the reverse retros 4-1 win uh Come home uh, and play the Maple Leafs. Uh, right there's your regulation loss, 4-1. And then lose in overtime to the Hurricanes, 3-2 in overtime. And then, uh, you know, bounce back. Beat the top team in the Western Conference, the Vegas Golden Knights, 4-3. Uh, statement win over the Blues, 6-2. And about that game, um, I, f- I found it really hilarious of uh, Bennington losing his mind and then uh, Jason Zucker over on the bench just shrugging his shoulder shoulders and like, what do you want me to do? I, I just scored, but like Bennington's got to get a grip. Um, the- that was probably a really fun game to watch. Um, again, you beat Columbus 4-1 uh, and then you have a back-to-back versus... Buffalo um, at the home and home series beat Buffalo in overtime uh, because Jeff Skinner lost his temper and then big statement win the other night with a three one win and um, now you're looking at your road ahead you got Dallas tonight um, you're in Florida and then in Carolina which is honestly odd because usually every time the Penguins go to Florida they play Tampa Bay while they're down there a little Florida road trip but that's not the case. You know, you're in Florida, you're in Carolina, and then you're home against the Rangers and Hurricanes, and then you're at Christmas. So, what is that, five games uh, till Christmas for the Penguins, two of them versus the Hurricanes, one in Carolina, one 
back in Pittsburgh. So, I mean, the road ahead for the Penguins, it's looking bright. You got the Winter Classic coming up, too. Um, sweet jerseys uh, by the Penguins. Uh, I probably won't be purchasing this one, but maybe a T-shirt of it. Um, I do like the design on the Winter Classic jerseys because I guess that came out when uh, in that time frame. But Boston's, eh, they brought back the Meth Bear. Uh, not a big fan of uh, Boston's jerseys, but Pittsburgh's um, probably the least favorite of the three Winter Classic jerseys that the Penguins have had. But, you know, it's something new, something different. Um, and I think the Penguins did a great job of that. So um, I'm going to now talk in this segment of uh, the players and how they performed so far this year um, and all that stuff. Yeah, so starting off with um, the first line, Sidney Crosby, absolute tear right now. Definitely one of the favorites to win the Hart Trophy. Uh, leading the league uh, in the NHL with 5-on-5 uh, five five points um, with 25, I believe is what it is. Um, absolutely insane. And he's 35, and everyone else in that scoring race is in their 20s. And, you know, the only one up there is Kucherov, who's 28 or 29. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, just to be 35 and still producing at this pace, um, it's insane. Uh, just in 28 games, 17 goals and 21 assists, 38 points. Insane. Jake Getzel, 24 games, 13 goals, 16 assists, 29 points. Again, terrific by them. And then you got Ricard Raquel finishing up that first line. And those three together, oh, it is so fun to watch them every night, that line. I'm so glad ever since Ricard Raquel moved up back up to that first line. It has been beautiful. And it, it just makes that trade that Ron Hextall made at the deadline that much better. And you know... On the second line, Brian Rust is uh, finally uh, finding his uh, stride just in 28 games. You know, seven goals, 10 assists, 17 points. But he had a big night the other night. Uh, I think it was a four-point night for him. So um, definitely, uh, you know, getting back to his regular self. And then Jason Zucker been on a tear. Six goals, 12 assists, 18 points everywhere on the ice. Same with Evgeny Malkin, who's third on the team in scoring in 28 games. He has eight goals, 20 assists, 28 points. Um, I'm glad that uh, Malkin is uh, taking shots on the power play. I'll t talk about the power play um, in a little bit here. But, um, yeah, anyway, so uh, on to uh, the third line here. You got Jeff Carter, Kasperi Kapanen. And Brock McGinn. Um, honestly, probably the worst line on the team out of three of uh, all four lines. But Kasperi Kapanen finding his stride, uh, thankfully. Um, my plan for Kapanen is we had him scratch for, like, what was it, 10 games maybe? Um, he's finding his stride. He had a hat trick. Uh, uh, let's see. Who was that against? It was against the uh, Blues. Um, got a hat trick in that. Got the game winner against Vegas. Um, 
finding his stride finally in just 19 games. He is five goals, six assists, 11 points. Uh, so 11 points, 19 games. Um, finally sh- finding a stride, but um, this is good for the Penguins as uh, he can be used as trade bait um, as uh, the $3.2 million is not looking good and Ron Hextall is seeking a trade um, in that department. Um, Jeff Carter, definitely um, not the answer right now in Pittsburgh. As much as I like the guy, um, he hasn't done much at all um, for that. And he's four goals, 10 assists, and 14 points. Uh, he got the overtime winner against uh, the Sabres in Buffalo. Um, I can't go hard on him too hard for that, but, you know, it's just uh, I don't know if uh, I guess Jeff Carter's career is winding down. This is just the best way to put it. And then Brock McGinn, um, the Brock star, um, absolutely playing good. Again, his contract's looking a whole lot better uh, right now. Eight goals, four assists, 12 points. It seems like every time Rockstar scores a goal, um, we end up winning the game. So, uh, good on Brock McGinn um, for really being a key piece uh, to this team. And the fourth line, you got Josh Archibald, Teddy Bluger, and... I can't believe I am uh, blanking on who this is. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. It's Ryan Paling. Um, Ryan Paling back from an upper body injury um, as he played the other night. Um, four goals, three assists, seven points uh, in 26 games. You can't uh, be hurt hurting him too much here. He's only a fourth liner, but... Um, Ryan Paling looks really good. Uh, it makes the uh, Petrie trade a lot, lot better with especially how Petrie's been playing and how uh, Paling's been playing. Teddy Bluger, uh, only one goal, four assists in five games. Or, uh, excuse me, one goal, four assists, five points in 13 games. Uh, finally got his first one the other night versus the Blue Jackets on a miscue by... Uh, uh, Elvis Mers Lincolns, but you know, it, it's a very small sample size, but um, yeah, that's all I gotta say on him. Josh Archibald makes this signing look uh, so good. Four goals, two assists, six points in what is it, 27 games, but he is the sole enforcer on the team. Him, Jeff Petrie lead the team in hits. Um, Josh Archibald's number one. Jeff Petrie's only a few hits behind him. But the physicality on this team is way better than what it was last year. And um, it's a really good thing about that. So now moving on over to uh, the defensive side um, here. Um, top pairing, Marcus Pedersen. Absolutely unbelievable. You know, I dissed on him uh, earlier this year saying, hey, I want him gone. Uh, his contract uh, is way too steep. Uh, and um, he's proven me wrong. It's still zero goals, 10 points, 10 assists, or 10 points, 10, 10 assists, zero goals in 28 games. But 
Uh, just his defensive ability this year is absolutely insane. Chris Letang should be uh, uh, winning the Bill Masterson again 12 days after uh, having a stroke. He's already out there playing, and it's insane. But in that, he... Uh, uh, there's just uh, no words. I just uh, am very aesthetic about Latang right now. But in 22 games, he's played 12 uh, total points in that. One goal, 11 assists. Um, Latang uh, is on another level. And that's all I got to say on that. Jeff Petrie, quarterback in the power play recently, absolutely great. Uh, I hope he didn't break his wrist the other night. Um, it does look like he should be playing uh, in this game uh, tonight versus the Stars. Um, but, is again, the way he... It, I guess, as a veteran, it takes time uh, in the season to get better. Um, and, boys, he's he's done that. Three goals, nine assists, and 12 points in 28 games. But, um, absolutely insane on Jeff Petrie's part. Um, again, on the left side there, POJ having himself a great season as well. Still zero goals, but seven assists, seven points in 24. His defensive uh, ability is insane, and boy, can he skate uh, two in that. And then you got um, Chad Ruedel. He's only played 11 games, uh, one assist for one point in that matter. Jan Rudas played really well for the Penguins. That makes that signing way good. Three goals, three assists, six points in 28 games. Um, again, Jan Ruda, a lot like POJ, is insane. And then you got uh, Brian Dumoulin. Um, oh, boy. Um, I'm glad to get out of his contract at the end of the year, if I'm going to be honest. It seems like every time we get scored on, he's on the ice. He's the one who's making those mistakes, those costly critical mistakes and um i i really don't know what to say about this i mean seven points zero goals seven assists in 28 games for dumoulin so like i that 4.1 4.4 cap whatever it is it's hurting the team um and definitely the penguins could be using that cap somewhere else maybe uh replacing him with ty smith uh, who's in Wilkesbury, and so to wrap this up, I'm gonna look at the goaltending stats. Tristan Jari in 18 games, he's 12, three and three, 2.76 goals against average, in uh, a save percentage of 919. Absolutely insane. Um, again, he, he had some mental struggles uh, at some point in the year, but definitely found his stride um, and has playing really well. Uh, Casey DeSmith, uh, 4-5-1, and one, uh, 280 goals against, but a 916 save percentage, which is consistent on where he is. Um, I remember um, I dissed on Casey DeSmith a little bit, too, at the very beginning. I was like, hey, maybe it's time to move on from Casey DeSmith and get a new goaltender, but um, his consistency is unbelievable. And um, that his record doesn't affect on how he plays. It's unbelievable. But the Penguins in this span, you know, they're on a five-game win streak right now, looking to make it six uh, as they take on the Dallas Stars tonight. And uh, 
that's a great um, transition over to the second segment. Um, after this little break, uh, we will look at the game preview between the Penguins and the Stars. And to wrap up the segment, we or wrap up the episode, excuse me, uh, we will look at uh, some changes happening to PPG Paints Arena. So stay tuned for that, and I will be right back right after this break. Alright, I am back here with the Yinzers at the Point podcast, and in this segment we are going to be looking at the game preview between the Dallas Stars and the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight, Um, starting off with the scoring leaders um, in points. Crosby leads the team with 38 points. Jason Robinson leads the Stars with 42 um, in goals, Crosby leads the team with 17. Jason Robertson with 23, which also uh, leads at the top of the NHL. And then in assists, uh, Crosby leads the team in that category as well with 21. And Rupe Hintz leads that for the Stars with the same number, actually 21. Um, injury report for this, um, Dallas has no one hurt. And um, as far as... Right as far as right now, the only player uh, is actually in the minors. It's Sam Pullen who is out on personal leave. Um, I'm hoping that everything is okay with him. Um, I've talked about the Penguins in the last five. They're on a five-game winning streak, looking to make it six. The Stars' last two games uh, have both went to overtime, where they both come out victorious in that, beating the Red Wings on. Um, Saturday 3-2 in overtime and beating the Senators uh, 4-3 in overtime. Um, And then uh, they lost to the Maple Leafs 4-0 and the Minnesota Wild 6-5 in a shootout. And then back on December 1st, they beat the Ducks 5-0. So that's the Stars in the last five. They're currently sitting tied for first in the Central Division at 37. And uh, the Penguins right now are sitting tied at second in the Metropolitan Division, which is absolutely insane from from a month ago being second to last in the NHL behind Columbus, or in front of Columbus, to now tied with Carolina and, what, seven points behind Devils for the lead. Um, so um, it's going to be a fun one tonight. Again, It'll be on AT&T. Listen to it on 105.9 The X, uh, ESPN Plus, um, wherever you are. Uh, but the Stars, 16-7-5 and five, um, total record, uh, and they are 4-2 and two on the road. And then, or excuse me, 7-4-2 and two on the road. Uh, I, I said that, and I was like, eh, that, that doesn't sound right for being in December. Um, but... Um, pretty decent on uh, the road for the Stars. Penguins, uh, 16-8-4 record. They are 8-3-2 at home. Ice, um, sports bets odds by Caesar Sportsbook. Line, Pittsburgh at minus 125. Over under 6.5. Um, this is the first meeting between the teams. Um, with their final meeting uh, being in Dallas on March 23rd. Um, so, um, I do expect Jeff Petrie to play tonight for the Penguins. 
um, again, a scary incident uh, the other day against the Buffalo Sabres. But projected lines for this one for the Stars, Robertson, Hintz, and Pavelski on the first line. Um, on the second line, Mason Marchment, Radik, Faxa, and Tyler Sagan. Third line, Jamie Benn, Wyatt Johnston, and Ty Delandria. And then on the fourth, uh, Joel Kivaranta, Luke Glendening, and Dennis Gurionov. Then on the defensive side, uh, Miro Hiskin, or <laughs> Heiskin, excuse me, and Nielis Lungsquist, or oh dang, these these names on the stars are killing me. Niels Lungsquist. <laughs> Never mind, I definitely can't speak today. Um, I'm second pairing Issa Lindell, uh, Yanni Hockenpuck, um, or Hockenpah. Oh my god. Is, I, I have no idea uh, what's going on with me today. And then the third uh, pairing, Ryan Suter and Colin Miller. And then Jake Ottinger uh, should be getting the start for the Stars, and Tristan Jari should be getting it for the Penguins as well. Uh, Jake Ottinger, 11-3-3 with uh, two shutouts, uh, goals against average of 2.52, and a save percentage of 9.15. And then for Jari, 12-3-3, one shut... <coughs> Excuse me, one shutout. 276 goals against average and a 919 save percentage. Um, projected lines for the Penguins, same as always. First line being Getzel, Crosby, and Raquel. Second line, Zucker, Malkin, Rust. Third line, McGinn, Carter, Kapanen. And the fourth line being Paling, Bluger, and Archibald. Uh, on the defensive side, um, I expect Chris Letang to be back up on the first pairing. So first pairing of Pedersen and Letang. Second pairing of POJ and Petrie. And the, your third pairing being um, Brian Dumoulin and Chad Ruedel. Or excuse me, Jan Ruda. And then in goal, um, like I said, Tristan Jari. But um, it's going to be a, a good game tonight. My prediction is... Uh, I think the Penguins are going to come out and win it in this one and extend the win streak to six games. Um, I'm going to go with three to two Pittsburgh in this one. And um, Jake Getzel is going to get the first one. So Jake Shakes will be half off. And then if you want to go, uh, tickets are as low as $20 for tonight's game uh, powered by Vivid Seats. And, um, it's Pride Night uh, tonight at the Paint Can. So, um, again, it's going to be a fun game to watch tomorrow night, especially watching Jason Robertson play in this one. Um, so that is going to do it for the second segment of today's episode. And to wrap up this segment, to wrap up this episode, excuse me, um, we will look at some changes happening to PPG Paints Arena. So stay tuned for that, and I will be right back after this break. All right, I am back here with the Answers at the Point podcast. And to wrap up today's episode, we are going to be looking at some changes uh, that will be happening to PPG Paints Arena at the end of the year. Um, 
basically the Penguins are in agreement on a $6.8 million um, investment into the stadium. Uh, the first uh, big investment in 12 years. And most of that money is uh, they're replacing the scoreboard. Uh, as of right now, the Penguins have the third smallest scoreboard in the NHL. And um, I guess the Penguins want to move up. Um, right now they are working on a deal with uh, the SCA. Um, and right now with their agreement, it should be at the uh, middle of the pack is what they say. Um, but um, I'm excited to see this. Uh, it will be unfortunate to uh, see the scoreboard go. But, you know, maybe me and a couple uh, – Penguins fans, let's raise some money and let's buy this thing. Um, but um, I guess Pittsburgh Sports and the Expedition Authority uh, just reached an agreement uh, to get a larger scoreboard. Um, the Pittsburgh Pirates are getting a new scoreboard. Um, at right now, they're making their scoreboard. Um, I think it was 42 feet um, where it was now and they're pretty much taking that and they're adding 100 more feet so that that scoreboard uh is almost like tripling in size um as uh the new pirate scoreboard should be at 142 feet but um i don't know uh they haven't really came out to saying how big this new scoreboard's going to be um we do know that um this scoreboard will be in the middle of the pack um the Penguins president of business operations, Kevin Ackland, said the new larger scoreboard allows for improved fan experience, projection of in-game data for our fans, including players on the ice and other player tracking such as shift time, skating speed, and shot velocity. Um, and then he said that the new scoreboard will put us near the middle of the pack. Other newer NHL rings have adopted these larger, more interactive scoreboards, and they've become more of an industry standard. Um, but let me know. Uh, I'll put a poll or a Q&A down uh, to uh, all my Spotify listeners. Um, what do you guys think about this uh, new scoreboard uh, coming uh, to PPG Paints Arena next year? next season um and the penguins uh plan to install uh a new system immediately after the season uh ends um the sca on thursday approved uh the again the 6.8 million refurbishment um and uh with uh getting a bigger scoreboard uh, a portion of the costs uh will be uh with replacing some video technology the sound systems uh through the arena and hot water heaters and other uh, alterations. Um, again, what Ackland says too, as operators of the arena, the Penguins have also invested tens of millions in ongoing capital improvements to continue to operate a world-class facility and generate economic impact and tax revenues for the city and the region. Um, with the sound systems, um, I've, I've read a separate article on it of... Uh, Basically, it's always needs fixing, especially in the lobby area. 
and stuff. It's been breaking down a lot. So I guess they've been tired of just fixing it. They're ripping it all out and putting brand new sound system. Uh, so um, I can't wait to see uh, what that is and stuff. But that's all I got on this episode. Um, I don't know when the next episode is going to be. Um, I would like to hope it's Tuesday. Um, uh, that's, uh, my hope for it. Um, and then I got some news, uh, with this, um, is I, uh, another one of my jobs is, uh, I work, uh, for a collegiate, uh, baseball team, uh, the Butler Blue Sox and, um, me and uh, I've had him on the podcast before, Joey Orsborne from the Joey from the Joey Orsborne Show. He and I are co-hosting a brand new podcast called For the City Podcast. It's on everything Butler Blue Sox, and um, he and I got talking, and we think that we're going to be recording the first episode of that on Friday. So I'm hoping uh, that all stays true, and um, that's all I got on today's episode so uh let's go pens uh let's extend this win streak and um everybody have a great rest of your day